0: Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. We are real excited about being with you here again this morning, getting to share with you Another salvation story, and uh, this is one that I really am excited about uh, telling you about, and uh, it it is a uh, a story of an entire household getting saved, and you know we we've, we've been telling you about several different uh, uh, salvation stories in in uh, one or two in the Bible, mainly those though of people that we knew or met, uh, that we saw personally come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and become uh, Christians and born again Christians. You know, that's what the word of God said, ye must be born again. And if someone doesn't understand what I'm talking about, well, then you'd be like the man in the Bible that uh, came to Jesus by night. And the Bible said that uh, Jesus told him, you must be born again. And he said, how can I be born again in my mother's, can I go back into my mother's womb? But Jesus said to be born of the, uh, uh, of the water and of the spirits, what he was talking about. So at any rate, we want to talk to you about a very special story that I was thinking about uh, this morning when I was thinking about the right episode uh, for you, and I think this would be a blessing to you, and I hope it will. Uh, This story setting is really happened with my son and me and my grandson. Of course, my son's a a preacher, and uh, I'm a pastor, and my grandson is a preacher also. So, one day, I was just, uh, uh, I believe I was driving. I mean, I could have been at the house. It's been a, a couple of years, but I think I was driving. And I got a phone call from my son, and he said, Dad, what are you doing right now? And I said, well, not much. Uh, what, what do you need me to do? And my son said, well, Uh, He said, I've got a real story to tell you here, Uh, interesting story. So he started in on the story, and, well, I'll tell you, first off, he asked me if I would go with him to this certain part of Cincinnati, Ohio. It's a town that I pastor in. I live a few miles from there, and it was a really pretty bad part of town, pretty bad section of town, a lot of crime, so on. So not an area that I like to go into unless I need to or have to. But he said, I want you to go with me there to this part of town. And I just take to mention it on online to where people could hear me and feel bad about me saying that about that particular area of town. But I said, Well, okay, what what do you need? And then he began to tell me the story, so I'm gonna tell you the story. He said, I was uh, getting up to go to Sam's Club to buy some stuff, me and my wife. And he said, I never go to this particular Sam's. He said, I usually go to the one in Tri-County. He said, but my wife said, I have the strange uh, feeling like we need to go to the one on North Bend Road. And he said, well, okay, Uh, we'll go to that one. So they went. She didn't have any real knowledge of why she felt so impressed to go there. But while they was there in that particular Sam's uh, a discount place, food and so on, you can buy there other products. He said there was a man that walked up to him that he didn't know, never met and introduced himself and said, uh, are you waiting on your wife? He said, yeah. He said, yeah, me, too. He said, that man told him, he said, we never come to this Sam's, we always go to the other one. And he said, yeah, me too. So they just started to converse and uh, he asked my son, he said, uh, what do you do for a living? My son told him where he worked. And he said, well, I thought you might be a, a preacher. And he said, well, I am, I'm a preacher also. And he said, he, uh, he asked then my son, he said, "You know, or talk to him rather." He said, "You know, uh, I I really would love to be a Christian. I'd really love to give my heart to the Lord, get converted, become a, become a Christian, and as the term we always use, to get saved." And my son told him, "Well, you can be saved." So he began to talk to him about the Lord and share with him scriptures and so forth. So. He told my son, he said, you know, he said, years ago, uh, we went to a, a little church and told him where it was. It was a, uh, a very small church. And of course my son did not know about that church. So my, uh, my son, uh, he asked my son for his phone number, which my boy never ever gives anybody his phone number, but he said, I felt an urgency to. I gave him my number and he said, "In a, uh, the next day, he called my son and said, we all need to be saved in my house. We all are uh, sinners. And so my son was kind of skeptical. We're a little worried about it. And he said, would you go with me? Well, I was a little nervous and a little skeptical myself about going to see someone I'd never met, only my son had met once in a very rough part of town. So I said, let's pray before we go and see if we should. We prayed about it. And my son said, what's there to pray about? He wants to be, he wants to give his life to the Lord. And I said, all right, we'll go. So my grandson went, there was three of us. Uh, of course, I'm getting a little older, but but a pretty pretty strong, big guy yet. And the other two, pretty, pretty big boys too, you know, pretty stout. So we, we felt not too, not too afraid. So we went. And when we went in, uh, I sat in the living room there with, uh, uh, a couple of people. So my son and grandson went upstairs with, uh, the man of the house and one of his sons, and uh the, uh the the man's wife to see his mother and his mother had terminal cancer and she was upstairs and and she was crying and told him she said uh i used to be a christian i went to this little church and he told he introduced him told him his name and she said i heard a preacher years ago like 35 years or 40 years ago preach and his name was the same as yours. My son is David Miller, just like me. And come to find out, I had preached to this lady. Uh, I remembered them after they told me who they were all those years ago. But they were, she was a backslider and the rest was never converted. And it was a pretty rough looking crowd. Right outside, there was a drug deal that looked like was going down as we was talking or my son and his grandson was, uh, kind of preaching to him. And the man walked down the steps and said, uh, I hate preacher that you had to see that. I said, you know, if I didn't know better, I think as a drug deal, he said, it probably is. That's my brother. And he's, he's a bad drug addict. So, I mean, I was getting pretty nervous and, uh, So they they drove away and my son, I heard him uh, kind of preaching and teaching and talking. My grandson was also talking with them and I heard, I heard them start to pray and they were crying and repenting and praying and I heard her say, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Well, after several minutes, maybe 30, 40 minutes, Uh, my son, grandson, and two or three of them walked down from where the elderly lady was and they was weeping and crying and all of them said that they had given their heart to God and gotten saved. And he said, my mother, that man of the home said, uh, he was probably, I'll guess him probably 50 years old. So his mother was uh, in her 70s, maybe mid 70s. And she had asked him, she says, I want to be baptized. She had terminal cancer. She couldn't even get up and down the steps. Doctors had to come and see her. It was a long flight of steps. So they couldn't get her in the bathtub. So she really wanted to be baptized in water. So they had a a large, uh, a tub of some sorts as she got in. And and, uh, she said, could you just, pour water over me and baptize me. I want to be baptized. So we did. We baptized her right there. And you know, it's like the scripture there where the apostle came by and a man said that he wanted to be baptized. And he said, here's water. What does hinder me to be baptized? So I don't think it has to be in a baptistry or a creek or a river or a pond uh, or a stream, and believe me, I baptized in all the ones I mentioned. And in hospitals, in whirlpools, if there's water, as long as there's open submersion uh, and repentance, then I believe a person is a candidate to be baptized. So we baptized her, and the Lord gloriously saved her. Then uh, I think it was five or six of them got saved repented and prayed through wept and cried and prayed and got saved when they came back down one of the sons was about i guess he was about 19 and he started talking to me and he said i want to be saved too but i just don't know how really this family honestly except for the mother i mean the grandmother none of them had never really been to church much. They didn't even know how uh, to pray. So we just talked with him. And he too gave his life to the Lord and and uh, asked the Lord to come in his heart, repent of his sins, and become a born-again Christian. Now, I can't describe what a great day that was. I can't tell you what an awesome experience and feeling and a awesome visual sight that was. But if you could have only been there, I just wish I could explain it better uh, in this narrative I'm trying to give you today. But it was awesome. We seen that day at a home, seven people, an entire household got saved, gave their heart to God, And the one who was not able to get out was baptized because she didn't want to wait another day right there in her home. I wonder, uh, you may think, well, what was the significance of you mentioning going to uh, Sam's Club or that uh, grocery store of sorts? Why the significance? Well, think about this. My son had never been to that particular one. His wife felt like we need to go there. The man that asked us to come and pray for him had never been to that one either. They went to a different one. They both said they felt a strange pull to go to that particular place. I believe this was God's direction, God's guidance, and the providence of God that they met. And the opportunity was there. And they accepted it and asked Christ into their heart and become Christians. Yeah, they was a they were in a rough part of town, but our God is not afraid of anything like that. And I'm gonna tell you, it doesn't matter what side of the tracks, as the saying is, that you live on. God will save you no matter what what or no matter where. And so the Lord saved that entire family. And uh, it was a few weeks actually before they came to church because of the sickness of of the uh, grandmother with a cancer. But it wasn't long till they all showed up at the church and they were there uh, praying and rejoicing with us about this new found date, this new salvation, rather, that they had found. What a great day that was. So I thought about this, about that this morning. And I just wanted to share that with you, that God is able to do anything. I thought that was amazing, the way that all worked out. No doubt when my son woke up that morning, or when that gentleman woke up that morning, neither one had any idea this would happen. My son was nervous about going there. I was even more nervous about going there, but God kept his hand of protection on us, and seven souls were saved on that day. Thank God. We serve such a great God, don't we? Such a powerful god you know i've read in the bible even where a whole house was saved in the book of acts where that god saved an entire house and they were uh they all received christ and was baptized so who knows god could save your entire family in one day and it don't even have to be a church service This was not a church service. This was a visit that they had asked us to come and tell them about Jesus and tell them about salvation. I'm so glad that we went. I'm so glad that the Lord saved that entire family. I'll tell you, I've enjoyed uh, visiting with you today. I've enjoyed sharing this another Salvation story from my heart. I hope it's been a blessing to you. Look up and believe God for your lost family. Believe God for the sinners that have not yet accepted Christ. That's your family members. It's not too late. God is able to save them as long as there's life. As long as there's breath. There's hope that they could find the Lord and become a Christian. Well, you've been listening to PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And I hope that you are with us here the next time on the next episode. And I hope you're with us on every episode of PHT in the Morning. So I just want to say God bless you. And I pray for you that God will just have his hand upon your life. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless.